Hi, and welcome to the Triathlon Mental Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Edge. This podcast is for you if you're a triathlete, whether an age grouper or a pro. As an experienced triathlon mental performance coach, during each 10-minute episode, I'll be talking about mental tools and strategies to manage your pre-race nerves, to prevent panic in open water, to improve your mental toughness, to quickly recover from setbacks, to remove the mental blocks that are preventing you from increasing your pace, power and speed, to improve your focus and much, much more. I'll also be talking to some of the leading ultra-endurance athletes. Each episode will be in your favourite podcast platforms every Monday. If you like the sound of that, please click the follow button to be notified when each episode is released. And you're also welcome to join my private Facebook group with over 1,100 triathletes. The Facebook group is called Triathlon Mindsets. And the link will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And I look forward to recording new episodes. In this episode, I talk about mental blocks, what they are, and two important steps to remove them. Now, mental blocks are simply psychological barriers that are preventing us from achieving what we want in life. Now, to put that into context, it may be that you're struggling to swim faster than 145 or 2 minutes per 100 or 230 per 100 on a 70.3 swim, or exceed your FTP test on Zwift, or run faster than a certain pace. Now, it doesn't matter how much training you do, and obviously that's going to help, but at the same time, for many of you, that will become a mental block. And the mind-body connection is incredibly powerful. It doesn't matter how many interval sessions your coach asks you to do in the pool, unless you're able to remove that mental block, it really does become a challenge. And I've taken many, many triathletes through a short four-week mental block program, remove your mental block program, and they've been um, they've been surprised by the results, how they've managed to exceed by simply using specific mental tools in order to exceed their swim times or power on the bike or run pace. Now, as I said, mental blocks are psychological barriers. What we need to do is remove them. The first question to ask yourself is, do you believe that you're able to swim faster than 145 per 100 or 2 minutes per 100 or 230 or 245, whatever your pace is, do you actually believe that you can? Simple way of identifying that, ask yourself the question, am I capable? And sit back and listen. And, and, and often what will happen is your thoughts, you'll, exceed, you'll experience thoughts even, um, that will notify you of the answer. Now, for 99% of you, as long as you're fit enough and strong enough, obviously we can't work miracles. So as long as you're fit enough and strong enough, you're following your coach's program, in most cases, by switching those beliefs, we're actually able to overcome that mental block. And that's only one part of the equation. As I said before, there are other steps too. So what we need to do is we need to create new beliefs. So what I'd like you to do is to write down, to take a sheet of paper and write down the following. I am capable of swimming faster than. I am strong enough to increase my FTP to X. Always in the present tense. 
So I am an example, but there are obviously many other examples. And I'd like you to write that down. It may be that you have one or two or three challenges. I am. So I am fast enough. So I am able to swim faster than uh, two minutes per hundred, whatever that may be. And I'd like you to write that down. I'd like you then, when you wake up every morning for the next four weeks, to repeat that phrase two to three minutes, either out loud or in your mind. This is called, as you will have heard the term before, an affirmation. Affirmations absolutely do work. I've been studying the mind for many, many years, and there's endless amounts of credible research which demonstrates the effectiveness of stating affirmations. And you may have other affirmations which you're using as well. If you're in my group, Triathlon, my Facebook group, Triathlon Mindset, um, you will, uh, you know, that will be part of your daily routine for many of you. So I'd like you, as I said, write that down and to state that either out loud or in your mind for the next four weeks. Now, there's an additional key to that. I'd like you to do that within the first three to five minutes of waking. Now, stating affirmations at any time of the day will absolutely help. But what we want to do is ensure that information gets spread even from the conscious into the subconscious as quick as possible. And one of the ways that we do that is by stating within the first three to five minutes of the morning, as soon as you wake up. The reason for that is our brain works across five different brain states, different frequencies. And the one that we're interested in is called the theta state, which is T-H-E-T-A. It's a low frequency brain state. And without going into too much detail, when the door between the conscious and the subconscious is open. So we're able to feed those information, so those affirmations in to ensure that they sit within the subconscious for the subconscious to work its magic. So that's the first thing. The key is timing, to have a clear statement, and to repeat for two to three minutes, and also consistency. Make sure that you do each day our brain is also in that state at night, uh, three to five minutes before we sleep. But the key time really is the morning. Um, so that's when I'd like you to state them. Because what we're looking to do is to change those beliefs. Believe, conceive, achieve. You will have heard that many times before. And it really is very, very true. So that's the first step. The second step is one of the challenges that you face or we face as athletes is data. We all love data. I've switched from triathlon to ultramarathon running. I absolutely love data. We've all got Garmin's or Wahoo or whichever watch or Coros or whichever watches you use. And we absolutely love the data. And that is wonderful. However, it also causes problems for us as athletes. And here's the reason why. You're running at a certain pace and all of a sudden you look down and you see a number for whatever reason, you've speeded up and all of a sudden you're on the the last 10K of your 70.3 you run and you notice a number which is faster than you usually would run. Now, your brain processes that because you know one of the functions of the brain is to ensure that we stay safe, that we stay alive, and we stay out of danger. We see that number and all of a sudden, alarm bells start to ring. A small part of our brain, which is responsible for fight, flight, or freeze, 
triggers. It's called the amygdala. You can Google it if you like, or send me a message and I'll explain more. Um, that will then trigger that fight, flight, or freeze response. That will then trigger those thoughts. You must slow down or you're going to blow up. You're not going to be able to make it. You're going to have to walk the next 5K, so you must slow down. Now, we also know that thoughts dictate actions. Actions dictate reality. So the action is, you have the thought, which is triggered by the amygdala. You then slow down. That's the action. The reality is, you don't achieve the pace that you could have achieved. Now, the reality is, for those of you in my group will know I write about this a lot. One of the things that I study is cognitive behavioral therapy, how to process your thoughts effectively. Thoughts are not facts. They're only our opinion. And in most cases, they're not correct. We're able to push much, much, much harder in our training sessions and races than we actually think we can. You may have heard of David Goggins, and he came out with a number of, you know, when we think we're at failure at 40%. Now, the reality is, he's pulled that number out of a hat. There's no conclusive evidence. It's absolutely not possible to demonstrate conclusive evidence that number is 40%. But what he is saying, the meaning behind it is just absolutely correct. When we think that we're hitting our true fatigue, when we think we're hitting failure, we're not even close. So when all of a sudden you look down, you see that number and all of a sudden you realize you have those thoughts that you must slow down because otherwise you're going to blow up. It's absolutely not true at all. You could have maintained that pace in most cases, of course, and there are um, other circumstances when that's not possible. But in most cases, you could have maintained that pace, but because of the data on your watch, you didn't, you slowed down. So now the solution, it's important that you do occasional sessions and speak to your coach about this, do occasional sessions where you run without your data. It may be that you have a, um, a run to do at a certain pace and all you do, all you focus on is you put on the screen the time or the distance and you run at the pace that you believe is the correct pace. Swimming is, you know, in most cases, that's the case because rarely you're looking at your watch and swimming. But certainly on the bike and the run, looking down at your Garmin, seeing a number on the bike that you're not used to will invariably mean that you slow down thoughts dictating actions, actions dictating reality. So by either not showing that data screen or covering that up, over time will mean that you're able to run faster to ride harder in terms of power numbers. The block is in the mind. The block is due to the data. By removing the data, one of the steps to removing that mental block. And mental blocks can be incredibly powerful. I've worked with athletes on a program that have been trying to ex uh, trying to exceed 145 per 100 in the pool over a 70.3 or a full swim for two, three, four years and consistent training and they still haven't managed it and it's due to that mental block. As I said, there are all the steps in the process, but these really are important. You know, as athletes now, a lot of the cool kids are working off RPE, rate of perceived exertion, and it really is 
becoming more and more and more important now because data is one of the elements that is causing that mental block. So as I said, by either not taking your watch or, or you choosing a different data screen and running at the pace you think, you'll find that all of a sudden when you look back through your numbers, that you're far exceeding, you're running faster or you're riding harder than you absolutely thought possible. So switching your beliefs. Now, when I talk about switching your beliefs, we're really looking at the low-hanging fruit there. You know, to change our beliefs from trauma, from other elements, we need to go much deeper. But certainly in terms of mental blocks, I found as my research and speaking to sports scientists, friends and other friends, that initially, you know, by changing those low-hanging fruit beliefs, as I call them, we're able to, by using affirmations, we're able to achieve those higher numbers, those faster times and those higher power numbers. And like I say, there's, there's quite a lot of research behind that just to, to demonstrate the effectiveness. So those two elements will absolutely help to ensure that you smash through those mental blocks, which you're absolutely capable of. As I said, thoughts are repeated beliefs and thoughts dictate actions, actions dictate reality. Doing those two things really is going to help. If you have any comments, um, you're more than welcome to contact me. If you're not in my Facebook group, Triathlon Mindset, you're more than welcome to join. Um, you can find it on Facebook um, and I'll accept you in. And I'll put my contact details in the show notes as well. So if you have any questions at all, do send me an email or a message. I'm always happy to answer them. This is obviously my job, but it's also a passion. So I'm happy to talk about these things. So hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, yeah, I look forward to chatting with you all soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found that useful. It will really help the show if you can click that follow button on your favorite podcast platform and also leave a review really will help. You're also welcome to join my private Facebook group as mentioned, Triathlon Mindset. And so if you search Facebook for Triathlon Mindset and I'll be happy to accept you into the group. But once again, thank you very much for listening.